Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. Dr. Uh, G.M. Cox is a law enforcement uh, expert and veteran. He's director of the public administration master's degree program at Tarleton State University in Fort Worth. He joins us uh, this midday to give us some insight and some perspective on uh, the training that uh, Dr. Cox police officers go through. Um, I, I first want to ask you, though, um, you, did you see the video from uh, Baton Rouge? Yes. Uh, that shooting, and you've seen the video from this most recent one in Minneapolis. Yes. Um, what can you glean as an expert from those videos? Was there wrongdoing on the part of the police officers? Well, I have some serious issues with uh, the Minnesota, particularly, uh, since we're looking at the suspect, doesn't appear that anything's in his hands. We see the officer in a, in a tactical mode. We have the lady talking on the on the video, but it's just after. So we're gonna, uh, that causes me some issues. Going back to Baton Rouge, we don't really see his right hand. I have some issues with that. So we go from uh, contact, take him to the ground. Then we go to gunshots. We hear them say, gun, gun, gun. That is uh, a mechanism that police officers use when we see a threat. It's called a mental trigger, a visual cue. And so the officers are being prepared to defend themselves or others when that happens. Now, we don't know whether the suspect's hand was in his pocket on the weapon. We just don't know. Uh, so we jump to conclusions based on that. I have some issues with the quality, which seems to be the case. We always have this grainy uh, phone uh, video. But the real issue is we go from point A to point C, don't see point B. Mm. And we have to be able, before we can draw some conclusions, we need to see what was in peace. Okay, so when we talk about these situations, what kind of training do police officers go through um, to prevent situations from escalating and, and turning into where someone gets shot and killed? That's a great question. And what I've seen over the last 15 to 20 years is we've had a paradigm shift in how we train officers. We train them or we, we get them to believe that the most important thing they do when they go on duty is to go home at the end of their shift. And that mindset has created this idea that their, their lives matter more than other people's lives matter. And that's just not the case. We need to come back, reorient them to say, you know, the most important thing is that the people we protect and serve go home at the end of their day and that we go home at the end of our day. And then if we have to deal with the suspects, we want to get them home if we can, but we'll be prepared to use deadly force to protect yourself or others. Um, there are people, uh, Dr. Cox, out there who are absolutely um, afraid of police officers. You look at this most recent case in Minneapolis, he had a broken tail light right. and uh, he ends up getting shot to death. Yes. Um, how can you put uh, the citizens um, at ease uh, in these types of situations that we have seen time and time again right. turn into something deadly? Well, it can go that way very quickly. And what I try to tell people is if an officer tells you to do something, do exactly what that officer tells you to do. Now, that doesn't explain an overreaction on the part of an officer. If an officer doesn't look like he's, he or she is responding appropriately, then that has to be reviewed and will be reviewed. Every police officer understands when they go to, go to work, the chance that they may use daily force is there. However, you know, less than 2% of police officers in the United States, we have over 750,000 used force in their entire career. Deadly force, pull their weapons, shoot somebody. Uh, so the other side of that is we have to, you know, do what you do, but at the same time, 
uh, don't make any fast movements, any sudden movements. And, and that's what, that was going to be my follow-up, Dr. Cox. In this most recent case, it would appear mm -hmm. that, um, uh, that this man did all of the right things. He yes. told the officer he had a concealed uh, mm -hmm. carried license. Mm -hmm. He said he had the weapon. Uh, according to uh, the fiance, um, when he reached to get his driver's license, when the officer told him to do that, mm -hmm. is when he was shot. I it agree. would seem like this man did all of the right things and yet he was still killed at the hands of a police officer. Right. And that's what a lot of people have, uh, have difficulty uh, accepting and, and, and understanding. I have a hard time accepting and understanding it. The, the officer is going to have to be reviewed and will be. There's going to be, if already DOJ's launched an investigation, they're going to come, they're going to do their thing. Probably one of the most rigorous investigations is if you ever go under a DOJ. Uh, investigation for wrongful taking of a death or civil rights violation. So we're going to see a lot of review and this officer deserves that. I mean in a democratic society every police officer should and knows that they're going to, their actions are going to be reviewed. And I wonder about the people who, who who say before cameras, before all the cell phones, before the body cameras, what about the other cases in the past? How does that play into uh, the training that these officers go through now? I think every one of these videos should be used as training videos. Every officer should be looking at these. What did we do right? What did we do wrong? How can we improve our training tactics? We go through shoot, don't shoot scenarios every year. So when we, we talk about use of force, these officers are trained, go through that. But no one can actually uh, simulate an actual shooting. So we know that there's physiological responses. Adrenaline hits the system rather hard. So it's, uh, until you're there, it's very difficult to try to train that. Well, Dr. G.M. Cox, uh, the uh, Director of Public Administration and Master's Program at Tarleton State University, uh, our thanks to you for your, your insight. You're welcome. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you. It was a pleasure. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.